Hi everyone, this is Rachel, your host on Travel with Food. Join me and my friends on my podcasts to explore different cultures, delicious comfort food recipes, and useful cooking tips. If you enjoy the Travel with Food podcast, please don't forget to share it with your fellow foodie friends. Aloha and mahalo. Welcome back to Travel with Food. This is your host, Rachel, and today I have my friend Greg on the show. Hi, Greg. Good morning. Good morning. Can you briefly tell us about your travel experience and about yourself? Certainly. Um, I've been fortunate enough to travel all over the world, both for pleasure and for work. Uh, I've lived in Beijing, China for quite a while, and I've lived in uh, Madrid, Spain for quite a while. So actually living in those different places allows you uh, great insight to both the food, the people, and the culture. Wonderful. I love Spain, and I've not been to Beijing. However, um, can you tell us a little bit more about the food in Spain? Uh, I love the food in Spain. They have something called jamón ibérico, which is just an amazing, amazing pork dish, and it's uh, widely available. And when you go to a restaurant and order wine or beer, um, most people have heard of tapas, so they uh, present every time you would order a glass of wine or a beer, they bring out little uh, pieces of bread with some food on them, meat on them, cheese, and they're very tasty, and the more beer and food, I'm sorry, the more beer and wine that you order, uh, the more tapas they give you. Oh, wow. And what are some of your favorite tapas? Do you remember? I do. I did. Again, the the bread with the jamón ibérico and the manchega cheese was one of my Ooh, favorites. Oh, I love cheese and I love the jamón. Well, so how long were you in Spain? Uh, I lived in Spain for two years. Oh, did you miss anything from home? Um, after a while, and I did travel back and forth, but on one extended stay there, I got a craving for peanut butter. Peanut butter? Well, that's quite interesting. And so did you find some? I, I set out on a mission to find peanut butter, and I went to grocery stores, box stores, delicatessens, anything that you can think of trying to find peanut butter. And most people didn't even know what it was. <clears throat> and even after I explained to them what it was, they did not have it. So that my next goal was to make my own peanut butter. And even finding peanuts was a, quite a challenge in Spain. Um, I finally found some unsalted peanuts, brought them home, mixed some oil and salt, and put them in the blender and made my own peanut butter. That sounds very creative. Did it turn out well? It turned out okay. <laughs> So did you try, like when you're back and forth traveling from home to Spain, did you bring your own peanut butter? I did after that, yes. <laughs> okay. Food smuggler. Exactly. Well, so can you tell us something that, um, can you tell us a dish that you miss? Well, when I, when I grew up, my mom didn't like us to have too many sweets, so I would always have peanut butter and jelly at my friends' houses. But So when I asked my mom for that, she would not do that. So instead, she sliced up bananas, and so I had peanut butter and banana sandwiches. And very shortly, I thought that the peanut butter and banana sandwiches were actually better than the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. It sounds very American. I think it is. <laughs> so what kind of peanut butter do you like? Do you like it smooth? Do you like it crunchy? I prefer the crunchy peanut butter. Oh, okay. Well, interestingly, when I lived in Italy and we had a lot of American classmates, and then they were all craving peanut butter, and they had the same complaint that they couldn't find peanut butter in Italy. I think it's when you grow up with a certain food staple, um, you it, you take it with you your entire life, and every once in a while you crave that, especially when you're away from home for an extended period of time. 
Yeah, food is memory. It brings you back to a certain time, place, and certain people in life, too. I believe that's correct, yes. So, um, can you remember, like, what sort of bread your mom used for the peanut butter and banana sandwich? <laughs> yeah, she, again, she was very health conscious, so she used uh, whole wheat bread. Whole wheat and peanut butter and just banana? Right, toasted whole wheat, peanut butter, and bananas. Did she put some honey on it? Or? Nope. Nope? Nope. Well, I've heard of um, Elvis Presley, um, the king. <laughs> he loved peanut butter and banana and bacon sandwiches. That's interesting. I've never heard that. Oh, would you like to try it? I would love to try that. A bacon goes with everything, but I'm, I'm not sure about peanut butter and jelly. But uh, it would be very interesting, and I'd be more than happy to try it. That's wonderful. And I think bacon is another American's all-time favorite. Uh, it is, yeah. Okay, so... I will be looking into making you a peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwich. That would be fantastic. Thank you again for joining the show, and then I look forward to having the sandwich with you. That sounds wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Greg. Hello. Welcome back to Travel with Food, and here we have the peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwich. Yes. You made it. Um, so I found the ingredients at the farmer's market, the local farmer's market. I actually got this really good bacon that's uncured and made with local pork. And I found this very good bread from the market too. Whole wheat bread, freshly made, and also some local bananas. And thank you for the peanut butter. My pleasure. Is that your favorite brand? That is my favorite brand. I like the crunchier peanut butter, as I mentioned before. Yeah, it's interesting. When I looked up peanut butter online, there was many interesting facts about peanut butter. And um, they did say that people from the East Coast prefer creamy and smooth peanut butter. Most people from the West Coast actually like the crunchy kind. That's interesting. Did you grow up eating crunchy peanut butter? Um, not in the beginning. I, I think crunchy peanut butter is something that came along later. I, I remember growing up, there was really only smooth peanut butter. Oh, interesting. And the ones that you got wasn't very sweet at all. No, they weren't. I think they're all natural, too. They are now. I think maybe <laughs> a little while ago they might have had sugar or something put in for younger people. Okay. Well, so let's dig in. Wow, this is different than what I expected. Yeah, they say everything is better with bacon, but I certainly had my doubts about a peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwich. But I must say it was very good, uh, like nothing I've had before, and uh, I was surprised. Yeah, it's definitely nothing I've had before. And the peanut butter was, I love the crunchiness, and I love the little sweetness from the bananas. And the bacon really blend in well. I was absolutely surprised that uh, the bacon did go right along with the other ingredients. And it's quite filling. Half a sandwich and I was getting full. No wonder Elvis liked it. Do you know who else really likes peanut butter and banana sandwich? I do not. The previous President Bill Clinton. Oh, interesting. And also I found that on average, Europeans eat one tablespoon of peanut butter a year. And in the United States, people eat enough peanut butter to cover the whole Grand Canyon in a year. Ooh, I should go to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> and did you know that it takes approximately 540 peanuts to make a 12-ounce jar of peanut butter? Oh, I thought it was 539. <laughs> oh, 
No, I did not know that. There are some very interesting facts that you can find about peanut butter, and also I did not know that the United States had a peanut board. I don't know what a peanut board is, but <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that either. Yeah, um, if you Google peanut butter, you actually will find the peanut board, and they have a lot of very interesting facts about peanut butter. Did you know that there were some presidents from the United States that were actually peanut growers? I, I know that Carter had a peanut farm and he was so closely associated with peanuts. Called the peanut president at some point. Peanut president. And you had a cat called Peanut, right? I did. That's correct. Well, um, anyways, well, thank you so much for sharing with us your recipe, the peanut butter and banana sandwich. I think by itself it's good, but with the bacon, it actually is, it added a little bit more of flavor and texture. Yes. Well, thank you again, Greg. Thank you so much for being on my show, and I hope you enjoyed the meal together and the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. That Mahalo. was an Elvis impersonation. What? That was an Elvis impersonation. What does that mean? Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Cooking tips. Peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwich. Well, I haven't had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for so long. And I've never ever heard of um, peanut butter and banana sandwich. And not to mention the additional bacon in the sandwich. It was pretty filling and I would definitely recommend a good sourdough whole wheat bread. And I would recommend different types of bananas. Like maybe apple bananas or ice cream bananas for the different flavors. And bacon wise, this time I also went back to find um, the uncured bacon because I don't eat a lot of bacon and also I don't like the saltiness that much so I highly recommend naturally produced bacon if you can find a local producers so that's my tips aloha mahalo <laughs>